Hi, and welcome to Revitalize the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. Today, I will be reading from Genesis 9, Psalm 9, and Matthew 9. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love and your light in us. Father, thank you for the the comfort and the protection that you've provided for us today. Father, may we take nothing at all for granted. Not clean water, not fresh air, not the ability to walk, stand, see, to worship you in public. Holy Spirit, would you guide me again, strengthen me and um, lead me into all truthfulness as I read your word. Lord Jesus, my only saviour, would you indeed draw the hearts of men towards you, that none that none would perish and all would have eternal life. I thank you so much for the life that you've put into my mortal body. Thank you so much for the voice and the platform that you've given to me. And thank you so much for the souls that we will win together. And thank you so much, Father, for using me to bring disciples, to train people in the, the way of the threefold name, Father, that all men, all men will become disciples for you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis 9. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear and the terror of you shall be instinctive in every animal of the land and in every bird of the air and together with everything that moves on the ground. And with all the fish of the sea, they are given into your hand. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I give you everything as I gave you the green plants and vegetables, but you shall not eat meat along with its life, that is, its blood. For your lifeblood I will most certainly require an accounting. From every animal that kills a person I will require it, and from man, from every man's brother, that is anyone who murders, I will require the life of the man. Whoever sheds man's blood unlawfully, by man judicial government shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God he made man. As for you, be fruitful and multiply. Populate the earth abundantly and multiply in it. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, Now behold, I am establishing my covenant, binding agreement, solemn promise with you, and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and the wild animals of the earth, along with you. Of everything that comes out of the ark, every living creature of the earth, I will establish my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the water of a flood, nor shall there ever again be a flood to destroy and ruin the earth. And God said, This is the token, visible symbol, memorial of the solemn covenant which I am making between me and you, and every living creature that is with you, for all future generations. I set my rainbow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. It shall come about when I bring cloud over the earth, that the rainbow shall be seen in the clouds. And I will compassionately remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. 
and never again will the water become become a flood to destroy all the earth, all flesh. When the rainbow is in the cloud and I look at it, I will solemnly remember that the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on earth. And God said to Noah, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant, solemn pledge, binding agreement, which I have established between me and all living things on the earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham and Japheth. Ham would become the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah and from these men the whole earth was populated and scattered within inhabitants. And Noah began to farm and cultivate the ground and he planted a vineyard. He drank some of the wine and became drunk. He was uncovered and lay exposed inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw by accident the nakedness of his father and to his father's shame told his two brothers outside. So Shem and Japheth took a robe and put it on both their shoulders and walked backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away so that they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine induced stupor, he knew what his younger son Ham had done to him. And so he said, cursed be Canaan, the son of Ham, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brothers. He also said, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge the land of Japheth and let him dwell in the tents of Shem and let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. So all the days of Noah were 950 years and he died. Psalm 9, a psalm of thanksgiving for God's justice. To the chief musician on Muthleben, a psalm of David. I will give thanks and praise the Lord with all my heart. I will tell aloud of all your wonders and marvellous deeds. I will rejoice and exult in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You have sat on the throne judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked and unrepentant. You have wiped out their name forever and ever. The enemy has been cut off and has vanished in everlasting ruins. You have uprooted their cities. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord will remain and sit enthroned forever. He has prepared and established his throne for judgment and he will judge the world in righteousness. He will execute judgment for the nations with fairness, equity. The Lord also will be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And those who know your name, who have experienced your previous and precious mercy will put their confident trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not abandoned those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord. Who dwells in Zion. Declare among the peoples his great and wondrous deeds, for he who avenges blood unjustly shed remembers them, his people. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted and abused. Have mercy on me and be gracious to me, O Lord. See how I am afflicted by those who hate me. You who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell all your praises aloud, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion, Jerusalem, I may rejoice in your salvation and your help. 
The nations have sunk down in the pit which they have made, in the net which they hid. Their own foot has been caught. The Lord has made himself known. He executes judgment. The wicked are trapped by the works of their own hands. Selah. The wicked will turn to Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, even all the nations who forget God, for the poor will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the burdened perish forever. Arise, O Lord, and do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in reverent fear of you, O Lord, so that the nations may know that they are frail and mortal men. Say that. Matthew 9. And Jesus, getting into a boat, crossed over the Sea of Galilee and came to Capernaum, his own city. They brought to him a man who was paralysed, lying on a stretcher. Seeing their active faith springing from confidence in him, Jesus said to the paralytic, Do not be afraid, son. Your sins are forgiven. The penalty is paid, the guilt removed, and you are declared to be in right standing with God. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes by claiming the rights and prerogatives of God. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven and the penalty paid? Or to say, Get up and walk? Both are possible for God. Both are impossible for man. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority and the power on earth to forgive sins, Then he said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your stretcher and go home. And he got up and went home healed and forgiven. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God and praised him. He who had given such authority and power to men. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew, Levi, sitting in the tax collector's booth. And he said to him, follow me as my disciple accepting me as your master and teacher and walking the same path of life that I walk. And Matthew got up and followed him. Then as Jesus was reclining at the table in Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews, came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your master eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but only those who are sick. Go and learn what this scripture means. I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice. For I did not come to call to repentance the self-proclaimed righteous who see no need to change, but sinners, those who recognize their sin and actively seek forgiveness. Then the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus asking, why do we and the Pharisees often fast as a religious exercise, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus replied to them, can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. But no one puts a piece of unshrunken new cloth on an old garment for the patch pulls away from the garment and a worse tear results nor is new wine put into old wineskins that have lost their elasticity otherwise the wineskins burst and the fermenting wine spills and the wineskins are ruined 
but new wine is put into fresh wineskins, so both are preserved. While he was saying these things, to them a ruler, synagogue official, entered the house and kneeled down and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just now died, but come, lay your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and began to accompany the ruler with his disciples. Then a woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched a tassel fringe of his outer robe, for she had been saying to herself, If only I touch his outer robe, I will be healed. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Take courage, daughter, your personal trust and confident faith in me has made you well. And at once the woman was completely healed. When Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players, who were professional hired mourners, and the grieving crowd making an uproar, he said, Go away, for the girl is not dead, but is sleeping. And they laughed and jeered at him. And when the crowd had been sent outside, Jesus went in and took her by the hand and the girl got up. And the news about this spread throughout all that district. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, screaming loudly, have mercy and compassion on our son of David, Messiah. When he went into the house, the blind men came up to him and Jesus said to them, do you believe with a deep abiding trust that I am able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, your trust and confidence in my power and my ability to heal, it will be done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, see that no one knows this. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout that whole district. And while they were going away, a mute, demon-possessed man was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out by Jesus, the mute man spoke and the crowd wondered in amazement, saying, never before has anything like this miracle been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, he cast out demons by the power of the ruler of demons. Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages in Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news, the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness, his words and his works reflecting his messiahship. When he saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion and pity for them because they were dispirited and distressed like sheep without a shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Almighty God, Abba, my daddy God, I want to thank you for the power of your word. It's not just um, allegory, a story, fable, a myth. There's, there's, there's nothing of the sort in here. This is truth. Symbolism or no symbolism, your word brings transformation. Your word brings life. And you have placed your word above your name. And I want to thank you that the covenant that you made with man, with Noah, with Abraham, with Isaac, Father, that you will never break and you still love us in spite of all the things that we do wrong. I also thank you that the assaults and the offence and the attacks and the abuse 
and the violence that we've experienced at many points in our lives, you will also see to justice. I also thank you that tax collectors, all manner of people can sit down and eat with you at your table because of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that blind eyes are indeed open and the lame walk and the dead shall certainly rise because of Jesus. Have your perfect way in me. Holy Spirit, challenge me, transform me, but also strengthen the hearts of those who are listening. Stir them up to faith, to do and love and work in the will of God, to enjoy your presence, to live in the light of your word and to indeed walk as you walked. As we work together to bring about a transformation on this earth, I ask you in the name of Jesus to have your perfect way, not just today, but every single day as you so desire in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So I'd like to ask you about your faith. Have you ever considered becoming a Christian? Yes? No? Maybe? Are you on the fence? Are you undecided? I'd like to offer you an invitation now to make Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Saviour. And I'll tell you now, it's absolutely (laughs) um, no holds barred, the, the best decision you'll ever make in your entire life. I became a Christian 19 years ago and have been challenged every single day with good choices, bad choices, good relationships, bad relationships, great jobs, terrible jobs. Um, I've experienced severe illness, um, severe challenges within my personal life, my health. But Jesus has never failed me, not one day. And even before I became a believer, he loved me. I just didn't know. So I'm I'm going to pray this prayer with you and you can just repeat after me, line after line. All scriptures are taken from the Amplified Bible, um, the Everyday Life Bible with the commentary by Joyce Meyer, printed by FaithWorks in 2018, New York. This is the prayer of salvation for you. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me to live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the son of God and I confess you as my saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus. And I am so grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in my new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. 
Um, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I'd like to warmly welcome you into the family of the living God, where Jesus Christ is King. He's the head of the church. He's the, <laughs> the darling of heaven. And the family of God is for every shape, every color, every size, everybody. And so now that you are a born again believer, you have equal access to God that Jesus has because of his death on the cross. And I strongly encourage you, join a church online, listen to music that proclaims victory and lifts Jesus up as the Christ, as Lord and Savior. Surround yourself um, surround yourself with believers and um, make it your priority to read your Bible each day. Now, I'll be here um, on the Everyday Audio Bible to share the word of God with you, but you take up your cross. You make time to read the word, and I, and I promise you, you will soon start to see that this really was the best decision of your life. Now, I love you with the love of the Lord. Have a fantastic day and continue continue in the love of God. There's nothing that's too difficult for him. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye.